day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is. It's hump day. some dubs for my peeps, motherfucker. We done been had and done walked all over this bitch. We ain't even get a bus. For ages, my people done fit and have been slaves and shit. Fuck y'all. For too long, we have been oppressed. For too long, we've had to walk to Popeyes without Ubers. For too long, we've had to suffer the indignity of free money from the government Free checks every month, free food, free medical care, and freedom from social standards. How the fuck I'm supposed to pay child support if I can't sell crack? Why y'all fucking white devils gotta hold us down? We ain't even do nothing. I am here today to lay out a three-point plan, and she it. For why? You act for real, motherfucker, that's why for. 
You fitna taste the hands of the oppressed masses, the unleashed fatherless hordes of mo-dub bicks, nude po-ass bitches and curb turds in a cascade of low IQ suburban basketball dunkin' bike thieves and fat as fuck nasty ass sheboon weave washers. You ain't never in your life seen such a pure black hell as what these teens can do with small arms and a double cup of that purple drank. Point one, give me money with your bitch ass. We done been had suffered to slavery where we work for free for Jews. Of course, we don't know the difference between whites and Jews. So all y'all motherfuckers be white to us. We ain't even give a fuck, all y'all devils to us. Y'all need to give us money because how the fuck we supposed to get Jordans? I can't even work no more, boss. My bunions be acting up. I got fibromyalgia and shit. I can't work. My great granddaddy was in slavery and shit. You need to shut the fuck up and give us all money. Enough money to live better than you. In perpetuity for slavery and shit. Also, I can't hold a job because I can't do math. Because maths be racist and shit. Speaking of maths, allow me to add point two. Ha ha. Get it? Add. God damn. That shit funnier than a motherfucker. But for real, though, point two, we didn't even do nothing. Y'all done already put us on arrest and in prison and on death row and on probation and on parole when we done already told y'all we didn't do nothing in Shiite. We don't know how that white lady got stabbed or how those mud sharks got beat up. Ain't nobody know who stole your bike or what happened to your TV. Y'all be trying to blame us for everything, but we didn't do a goddamn thing. Fuck y'all. We was just hanging out in Africa, inventing all of the modern technology, conveniences, advantages, economics, art, and literature, and y'all stole it from us. We didn't do nothing but get on boats. Because of this, we demand permanent protected status from all civil authorities and to get out of jail, no matter the offense. We ain't even racist like y'all. All of y'all white motherfuckers be racist and she it. And finally, point three. We was Kangs and she it. We was the most technologically advanced race on the planet. We was the culmination of millennia of advanced genetic bloodlines handed down through the generations from the kings of the earth. Lord Yaqub done already told all y'all that we was the kings, but y'all retarded and didn't understand them shits. Y'all stole our history and our technology, but not our nobility. From the first Leon Hunters to the last Lion Shit, ours was a rich history of dirt eating and animal fucking. We developed AIDS. We want our due respect. So, in summary, Y'all motherfuckers needs to come up with a whole grip of Gibbs forever. In 50 years time, this will lead to true equality. 
We will have a harmonious, peaceful society where my people, based on merit alone, will inherit the rightful monarchy through a demonstration of our natural excellence, character, and ability. Now, our contributions will shine into the future. All races of the earth will envy us and our natural gifts for civilization building and administration of and respect for the law. For real, no cap. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Don't even be trying to front, bitch. You just got checked, wrecked, and lost respect. Now give me my reparations, haha, bitch ass. Now where them white women's and fried chickens at Mufuka? Where does this hate come from? Why do you guys hate us so much? We didn't do anything. people on island so that we'd reduce their population here's the thing though it would quickly become the best island and then all you guys would just want to come to it (laughs) (laughs) speaker is nate thank you hey can you guys hear me we can yeah i didn't have much to prepare tonight so i just want to say fuck the jews fuck the jews fuck the jews fuck the jews white america wake the fuck up white america Wake the fuck up. Welcome to episode number 200 of the Sane Asylum. Yes, Giuseppe is back. It's been a wonderful month off. Uh, Lots of puppy time and got the first snow here in two years. But uh, enough about me. It's good to be back in the saddle, ready to uh, tell the truth that needs to be told. And today's a special day. We've got a, a white nationalist roundtable of some of the who's who best known folk in our movement. And let's bring them on all on and introduce them. There's Dave Gahari. Welcome, Dave. There's OMG, it's Flood. And, and that brilliant uh, Michael King Jr., the scumbag uh, who, who, who this six societies propped up as Martin Luther King. That was a brilliant Deep fake flood, welcome. We've Thank also you. got White is Right and Logos Revealed. So uh, let's start out with uh, Dave. Dave we'll, we'll go by age as best I can. So Dave, welcome. And uh, what's on your mind as far as an opening statement? Well, you know, I'm happy to be on your 200, 200, wow, 200th yeah. show. Amazing. I'm happy that all of us are healthy in the new year. And happy to see all these these great white nationalists and looking forward to the show and, of course, looking forward to a stellar 2024. 
Uh, it's shape already shaping up to be fantastic. We saw those uh, those rats crawling out of the sewers, and uh, that's a great way to kick off 2024. It can only get better from that point on, I think. That That's amazing, and we'll certainly be discussing that at length. Next, I believe, in age is the brilliant Flood. Flood, welcome, and I know you just, thanks for being here. You just did a a very long show of your own, so I appreciate you you coming and join us. So, what what's your opening statement? Hey, Flood? thanks for having me on. It's great to see everybody. Hope everyone here is doing well. Congratulations on 200 episodes. Congratulations on your first episode on Goyam TV. Yeah, that's right. We're on Goyam TV live now, and also uh, Speak Free Video too. So, we've got two new platforms, and we're also using new tech. With Speak Free Radio, that's working great. I just heard from uh, one of the, the the tech guys saying it's all coming through loud and clear, so that's exciting. And uh, also trying this new thing called uh, Entropy Stream. So I'm not sure if I did it right, but it looks like uh, looks like there's one person watching it. So all right, great. All right, next in age, I'm guessing would be uh, Mr. White is right. How are you, sir? Oh, Tommy. And I'm so glad you made it. Me too, man. So you're o- Hello. Your opening statement. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? Mr. Yohari, thank you for giving us a place to speak, and uh, it's good to see everybody. Yeah, the big flop is supposed to be joining us. Hopefully, uh, he has something didn't happen and uh, with the weather and all that. So, And finally, the youngest guy, but certainly making an impact, Zach Logos Revealed. How are you, Zach? Uh, what's your opening statement? Uh, hey there, G-Man. It's uh, good to be on, as always. Uh, big congratulations on uh, episode number 200 after your little break. I hope you had a, a solid vacation. Uh, it's just oh, uh, it's good to be here and, uh, and be the infant of the group. That's uh, it's always nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so I guess we'll we'll continue that order again for the uh, next question, which is, uh, Dave, um, what is your takeaway from twenty twenty three? Well, as you know, G, and as probably a, a lot of these guys know, and and, and hello, <clears throat> hello, Flood, White is right, and Zach, great to see you guys. Uh, or at least Zach, I can see him pretty clearly. I can't see those other guys, but these yeah. are these are giants. And uh, you know, gee, thank you for uh, reaching out uh, across the what might be called the generational divide to these guys. Um, you obviously understood the importance of that. And of course, generations and age is really, I think, just a, it really is just a construct because there are people from, um, you know, probably the first generations that existed here on this planet uh, who thought similarly to the way that we do. Uh, so I, I don't think that, you know, of course, uh, the conventional wisdom, you know, throws everybody into a into a box, right? Like you and I, G are baby boomers, right? 1946 to 1964, and that was, of course, uh, delineated by you know the first war, the first year after World War II, uh, when when the guys all got back, and and there, and there was a big baby boom because of it. Um, but I don't think that uh, you know baby boomers. Uh, millennials, Generation X, whatever, whatever it is, any of that crap. 
I don't think that matters. Uh, it matters what's in, inside uh, your head and your brain. Um, really, everything else is just, um, I mean, of course, it's necessary to have, you know, a body, uh, to have a heart, um, to have blood pumping through your body. But really, when you, when you think about it, right, I mean, if we were just a brain and we were able to, or just a head, we were able to talk without the body, the body wouldn't matter. Uh, nothing would matter except what's going through your brain. And I think that, you know, for what happened last year, what was going through my brain was that I felt, uh, beginning about four years ago, that things were changing. I was on a show with um, a, a fella, um, a younger fella. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but I, I, the audience was kind of like uh, scoffing at the fact that there was a baby boomer on the show. And I, I had never really experienced anything like that as far as like somebody thinking that I would be different from them based on what generation I was I was born and raised in. And, uh, of course, uh, very quickly they realized that that's ridiculous, uh, that it doesn't matter if I was a baby boomer, if I was a Generation X or whatever. Uh, what, I, what I knew and what I said, uh, you know, resonated with them. And when I heard the term or the phrase, the Goyim know, that was what first tipped me off that it was happening. And as the years went on from that, from approximately four years ago, I saw it building. And I think what happened in 2023 was going to happen in 2020. There was a buzz going around that 2020 was going to be the year, just the way it felt. And of course, we know what happened during that year with the COVID and pandemic. Uh, so 2023, once everybody kind of, you know, came out of their foxholes and regrouped, 2023 was the year that was going to be stellar. And I mentioned that many times, and it was. And so I, I kind of expected it, um, you know, predicting that it would be. And there were a lot of folks in 2022 and still in 2023 who didn't think that things were changing. But now you can see, literally over the past few months, as, as early or as late as the past few months, there are folks who are acknowledging that we've, we have made so much ground. And a lot of that ground is due to the fact that these young fellas have, and young in age and young in mind, have recognized the eternal enemy and have been revolted by the eternal enemy and have done what they can do to bring the existence and the reality of the eternal enemy to their listening audiences and viewing audiences. So I think 2023 is a significant year. It's a watershed year. And this year is going to be, as I said before, a lot better. Well, that's excellent. And on the screen right now for the video is Dave, one of Dave's imprints, Money Tree Publishing. There's so many fantastic books and videos there right now. And uh, so uh, if you have any 
Christmas money or uh, you did well in crypto, go and, and buy The Myth of German Villainy and uh, Mein Kampf. That's probably the best edition now. Dave edited Henry Ford. Uh, Reed Sainsbury's uh, uh, The... Um, uh, uh, here it is right here. I can't think of the title, but here it is. Here's my copy, Exposing the Lies of History. There it is on the screen now. So Dave's got a remarkable... Uh, array of of true history, true information that you must have. All right, so next, uh, uh, let's go to Flood. Flood, what did you think of uh, your thoughts on uh, takeaways from 2023? Well, I appreciate what Dave said. I think that was really well-spoken, very eloquent, uh, well put. And um, thank you. Very uh, very nice of you to honor uh, the younger guys coming up. I'm glad to see it, too. I'm glad to be a rookie Anon. And, uh, you know... As far as the classifications go, Boomer and all this thing, this this entire movement is full of classifications, and most of them you won't fit into. But you don't let that stop you. You don't let that bother you. And uh, you can always tell a real person by their actions. You know, not their age, not their uh, not their library, not always anyway. Uh, but there are some tells. Um, I think that Dave's absolutely right. I think that uh, things are ramping up. I haven't really. I haven't really had the time in to see the, you know, the, the big meta that he does, but uh, it just in the last year, since I've started uh, doing what I'm doing, things have definitely picked up. Things are seem to be escalating quickly. We have a lot of angry, scared and mad Jews all over the place. And uh, the Jewish question is on the table all around the country and all around the world. And uh, I think it's exciting time to be here. I'm uh, more than happy to uh, put all my efforts into propaganda streaming you know not just spreading the word but also trying different ways to spread it we've also uh, worked on some different book projects i'm just looking forward to just doing even more this year doing it more efficiently and uh i'm really excited to see what our side's got in store for the coming year i know the activism is probably really going to kick off this year compared to last year and uh i'm excited to be a part of that and know some of those guys and it's wonderful that you're now on simulcast and on Speak Free Radio on the audio side. And, of course, I have your, your remarkable page up at, at Odyssey, uh, and you also uh, stream live at Goyam TV as well. Yes. So um, I, I think you're exactly right that, the, the, the to me, the Jew, like they always do, um, they overextended themselves, and they went uh, – and and the sheeple, the normies who like to pretend that Judeo-Christian is an actual thing, uh, even they're beginning to wake up and see what these vile parasites are trying to do to to destroy a white European Christian heritage, family, and life. And they've done a damn good job of it, sadly. And so, uh, so t- yeah, it, it should be an interesting thing. So let's now go to White is Right. Uh, good sir, uh, what is your takeaway from 2023? Man, I'm so thankful for uh, you know reaching out to you and you getting back to me and uh, just all the people I've met on Odyssey, man. Uh, just that community. So I mean, there's such good people there. I'm I'm so thankful for that. And uh, man, I know uh, with this election coming up this year, we got a lot of shit going to be thrown at us. So uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, but man, other than that, uh, I'm just I'm glad that uh, you know I think it was what, like eight months ago I reached out to you and we talked on the phone for a little bit and kind of hit it off. Right. And uh, yep. it's, it's just been nice to have some people to talk to that are, you know like-minded people that you know know what's going on with everything and uh, you know how that is. But uh, it's been nice meeting everybody, man. I can't be. I'm really thankful for that. 
Oh, and and you're such an excellent uh, networker. And uh, let me put your your channel up. Sorry, I'm a little nervous uh, for some reason. I always get nervous when I first start these things. So excuse me. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> And and you but you're doing phenomenal work yourself. Uh, you're also an excellent deep faker, and you're at Odyssey, the White is Right channel. And uh, uh, some of you, uh, your deep fakes uh, are just really, really. Uh, you're you're giving Flood a run for his money. Yeah, I won't. So that's, to him. that's right. He's taking it over. He's in a world of his own, man. He's in a world of his own. He's uh, that's for sure. Yep, that's true. And uh, any other th- any other thoughts on 2023? Um, White is Right. Say buckle up. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. All right, so next we've got the young phenom Zach. So Zach, what um, what are your takeaways looking back at twenty twenty three? Well, twenty twenty three was a a pretty new year for me. In this, uh, it's it was really the first year that I was actually uh, politically active in any way. So I unfortunately don't have the background to compare it to maybe other years. But just from coming in, I can see uh, it seems to me that there is a, a trend of growth within uh, this global understanding of, of really what the Jewish poison is and uh, how menacing it is towards society. Um, I mean, we, we genuinely watched the Jew break down its own uh, victimhood and persecuted status uh, with this attack on a on these Palestinians, it, it really uh, has helped us tremendously to, uh, or it's, it's helped our case. Um, you know, we've been trying to clearly let everybody know what the Jew is and, and what they're doing to uh, not only us, but just the world as a collective. Um, and, and them doing something like this on the world stage really helps to uh, solidify that. So uh, 23, uh, 2023 for me was, um, it was uh, quite a year of, uh, of, awakening and it was quite satisfying uh from for my own personal self just to see things form the way they have um, i'm greatly looking forward to hopefully seeing the uh narrative get pushed a little bit farther so that we can actually make some some great strides and uh and make a difference with uh with the status that we're in right now because unfortunately we are still sadly under their boot at the uh at the current time Oh man, that's that's totally true, and I'll uh, I'll add. Lastly, my takeaway from twenty twenty three was the the Jew showed that they're they're demonically ambitious, and yet they always fail. And and we witnessed the uh, the the uh, the Jubonic Jew jab, the scamdemic, completely fall apart. Even normies are stunned at how many people are murdered by this kike quackery of these uh, the, the the cult of the magic jab as well as ukraine the J- ukraine war the the color revolution by that disgusting subhuman uh uh victoria noodleman kagan and uh that's failed russia has has taken care of business there and now the the unbelievable uh gross vile uh genocide against the native palestinians and murdering all these children, bombing hospitals in Gaza. So the Jew has truly exposed itself now as the uh, the child or children of the devil. And I don't think there's any coming back from it right now. I mean, it's just 
I think there's a momentum now, and 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 uh, I think it was Dave or Flood said the Jew is freaked out, and it's going to get a lot better because hopefully the billions of Muslims wake up and 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 even though they of course their their primary focus is to make love to the goat, but hopefully they can wake up and begin to differ, differentiate the um, difference between. Uh, a white and a Jew. A Jew is a chameleon that looks like a white person, but in no way is a Jew white European in any in any capacity. And I've got Zach's logos revealed on Odyssey, and Zach's doing some amazing thing. He's got the book club and regular streaming and hangouts, and it's it's great that uh, you've entered the, uh, the the movement, Zach, and and uh, you're certainly made your presence known. All right, Thank I'm you. just seeing if anybody's showed up. No, Floppa isn't, and uh, HT might make it for hour two. I spoke with him uh, this, uh, last night. All right, so then the ne- the logical next question, Dave, David Gahari, is uh, what do you see coming in 2024? Okay, yeah, so, um, and thank you for, Flood, thank you for your kind words, and uh, White is right. Uh, thank you, Um Zach, you didn't say anything to compliment me. I'll I'll give you another chance oh, on the next go around. <laughs> um, you know I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> there's there's definitely nothing to be nervous about for any of us. I remember when I first went on radio, I was literally shaking in my boots uh, because you know there's thousands of people out there, and this was terrestrial radio, listening to you, and you know that's in the back of your mind. But, it, you know, after a little while, it, it became second nature. And it's so important what we're all doing here. You know, I, I know that, you know, I've lost sight of that over the time that I've been doing this, and I'm sure you guys have. Uh, but that's what I was saying about, gee, you noticed uh, that, you know, these guys, uh, and there's more, like uh, like you said, uh, Floppa, uh, might be joining us, and uh, I was uh, messaging with HT last night. He might be coming aboard. Um, you know, it, 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 what what we're doing is incredibly important, and it's obviously lonely. Um, but we are, you know, when when I was in the Navy, they what I did in the Navy, uh, you know, they they had like a, a like a saying or or a moniker for it, they said, "You guys are the elite of the fleet." Whether or not that was true or not, I don't know. But you know, we are the elite of this fleet, and uh, this, <clears throat> as I say on the Dave and Duke show every Sunday night, that if anyone uh, can let us know if there's a greater threat, a greater existential threat to humanity and free speech other than organized international jury let us know and we'll quit the show immediately of course there isn't we it's our responsibilities all of us if we continue to do this to get this message out to those less fortunate mentally and Pretty much everyone is less fortunate mentally. There are not that many folks who understand what we understand and who are willing to disseminate that information. Uh, 
So I think that if this continues on its current trajectory, like White is Right said, buckle up. I think that 2024 is going to be extremely damaging to organized international Jewry. And I think, as Flood said, and as White is Right said, Zach might have said it as well, that they know it. They're scrambling. And this is the first time in their history of domination over us that they've been on the back of their heels. They're on the defensive. So we keep it up. We keep them on their heels, on the back of their heels. We keep pushing them. We keep waking up the normies. And 2024 will go down as the breakthrough year where it hits critical mass and you cannot avoid it. Oh, that's a great point. Once again, Money Tree Publishing is on the screen. There's so many great books. I mean, and the newest one you just came out uh, with, Dave, is so important. The eighth edition that you took from, <clears throat> excuse me, about 160 pages to 300 pages, which is the uh, well, the it was gee, gee, it was. I mean, uh, let, let me let me just tell you because all you know, there's so many products there now, right? It's tough to yeah. keep for for even me. It's tough to keep track of them, and I live with them. Uh, but it was um, the seventh edition of the Six Million Factor Fiction by Peter Winter went from a eight and a half by eleven, one hundred twenty-five pages, to a six by nine, five hundred and eighty pages. Wow! Yeah, so amazing. There's there is it is amazing. Peter Winter's amazing uh, because there is nothing like this out there if it's 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 not that it's hard to digest you know any book pretty much you know if you take the time uh you know you can comprehend it but there's a lot of information in there and i wrote the foreword to it i was fortunate enough to be able to do that and when i read the book when i was copy editing it and proofing it, I realized that because this event called the Holocaust um, is completely fabricated, like one, not 99.99%. So prior to me reading this the way that I did, I thought, well, the the Holocaust is 99% fake. Now I know it's a 100% fabrication. There's no way in any chance in, in the entire world that anyone can come to me and try to convince me otherwise. But when I realized that that was the case, because I was looking for that, I realized that this is insanity. That this whole thing, this whole creation is insane. And I brought that up to peter winter and he said the insanity is that i actually have to write a book about it (laughs) to counter this insanity and it's so true so all of these people who are currently suffering behind bars or in other ways and have suffered it's because of this fiction that was created first by the soviets with help 
uh, by the Americans and by the British and the French and, of course, then the Jew, OIJ, Organized International Jewry, picked the ball and picked up the ball and ran with it. So, yeah, if anybody wants to know for sure and if they want to take it on about this hoax, get that book, read it maybe, you know, twice or three times, get it down, and you'll have that knowledge that if anyone ever thinks that they could say anything to you about the Holocaust, you can bury them right there. And that's what has to be done. You know, calling somebody a Holocaust denier, like that means something. What (laughs) what means something is, are you, moron, a Holocaust admitter? Are you that stupid that you actually believe in this thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Have a nice life, sir. So, yes, Mm -hmm. this book, I'm very happy with it. And it's, um, it's gone a long way to waking a lot of people up and i've heard some i just got an email yesterday from a guy in uh maryland who is fighting these laws that the jews are trying to get on the books you know holocaust holocaust education so he goes in for the uh, public you know comment section and i sent him this book and so it's arming him with the information he needs to counter these people so i think that's our job, all of our jobs, is to get the information out there. A lot of people say, okay, well, what's the solution, right? Well, we don't know what the solution is yet. But what we do know is, first, we got to wake people up, give them the information, arm them with the facts. Then the solution will appear. That's a great point, Dave. And and what's so, so absurd is... Um or, or let me. Here's a quick follow up, and then we'll get floods. Uh, move on to flood for 2024. Uh, what's coming? Is like, why do you think that white people who aren't stupid? I have members of my own family who are like, you, you, you know, you're really, you've always been so far ahead of everybody else. But really, man, you know, why are you go saying the Holocaust didn't happen? I'm like, because it's all a lie, and they can't. And, and in this case, the member of my family is a highly intelligent person, and yet they're, they're so brain, brainwashed because they, they, they've they caught it on the media for, what, 40 years now, the lies of the Holocaust, and it's getting worse and worse. So why is it that ra- some, somewhat rational, somewhat intelligent white people fall for this, Dave? Yeah, I've thought about that, and I think, I think the answer is that um – we would be classified, you know, I, I use this term, as, as mutants. And the reason is, is because we are able to, and we've, all, we've always known this, just think when you were in elementary school and middle school and junior high and high school, you knew that you were different from everybody else. That right. other, other friends in school or other acquaintances in school didn't think the way you did. You thought differently than them. You were not uh, hurt by hearing ideas that 99.99% of the rest of uh, the America or wherever else would be offended by. So if you go to your average person, we'll use since we're on the 6 million, if you go to your average person and, and, and say, you know, you know what, uh, John Q. Public, uh, let's say you just met this guy or a gal recently. 
You know, I've been thinking about it, and um, I just, I don't know if I believe that the Holocaust happened the way they said it did. You know, most of them would recoil in horror that you even right. said that. So yep. I think that it, what you said, G, is, is right. It's the, it's, the, it's the brainwashing, the constant brainwashing. Now, just go back 100 years ago. When Henry Ford was putting the Dearborn Independent in every glove box of every new Ford in every showroom, and that was just like commonplace. But, oh, hey, we got the Dearborn. Let's read about the Jew, right? Well, mm -hmm. since that time, the Jew, who clearly and unequivocally and undeniably controls the media in this country, the Jew via radio at the time, via newspapers at the time, via magazines at the time, began their assault of brainwashing, and then television then, then movies before television, then the talking movies, television, cable, everything. So it's like a landslide of propaganda that has washed over the minds of the non-mutants. See, a mutant mind, if I could use that term, isn't affected by it. We're like scientifically minded. So we're different in the sense that we look at things like we're looking th through you know, a microscope and looking at it and not letting it emotionally affect us. So I think that's the reason why an otherwise intelligent person that you know might recoil. Oh, Giuseppe, you've always been, you know, such a smart guy, but why don't you believe in the whole? You know, and of course, the answer to that is, well, why do you believe in the Holocaust? Yeah, right. You know, do you, you know, really? And you want to get to, you know, do you really know anything about it? No, you don't know anything. Why do you believe in climate change? You don't know it. You're not a scientist. You haven't studied this. Why do you believe in anything? You don't know anything. That's what I want to say to these people, but it's not worth yeah. it. But that's why. Great point, Dave. Mr. Flood, uh, what do you see coming for 2024? Man, very well put. I definitely would second the plug on the six million factor fiction and uh, the Money Tree Publishing. Just overall, guys, go out there and get some books. This knowledge is, is what's necessary. You know what Dave was just talking about? Is these people are bringing feelings to a uh, to a place where thoughts are in order, you know, and uh, critical critically thinking people like ourselves don't give in to emotional, uh, you know, emotional argumentation. So, I think uh, that's the best way to shut that stuff down is just to point out that they're acting from emotion and not from logic, not from reason. For 2024, I do think we're going to see um, a lot more escalation. I think we're going to see acceleration. We're definitely going to see more activism. I know that uh, you're going to see GDL get a lot busier. I think in the coming year. It just keeps growing, getting more and more popular. People love it more and more. It's great to see that kind of energy come into the, you know, the the uh, activist at atmosphere. These people are actually off their couch. We're going to see a lot more of the, the city council death squads going on. That's a new form of activism <laughs> that kind of GDLs kind of came up with, and and uh, it's it's catching fire. Like the ADL is having emergency meetings about it. There's a lot of disruption going on at city councils because of it. Um, amazing work that Scotty and GDL are doing there. I do think we're going to see more normie JQ normalization. We're starting to see 
Stu Peters and, and just uh, kind of the, the edge uh, conservative incorporated guys start to pick up the JQ and talk about it. Of course, the more that happens in the national news, the more that happens in Palestine, the more we're going to see that stuff coming out to the forefront. So uh, it's whether or not people are offended by it, it normalizes the JQ. And you're right. When when Henry Ford was uh, doing his thing, when George Lincoln Rockwell was doing his thing, the JQ was dinner table conversation. I think we need to get it back there again. And uh, now we've got illustration, you know, on the nightly news to, uh, you know, to kind of supplement that. Um, we're already starting to see a doubling down of Jews picking up Muslims, picking up blacks, picking up other POCs and other, you know, so-called, uh, 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 I guess, protected groups. And they're, you know, they're armoring themselves with them. You know, they, they always bring out these shields of other minorities and then they try to amalgamate them all together and they say solidarity. And we're really seeing a lot of uh, double down on the Jew and Muslim solidarity movement right now. You're seeing that in real time this week. And what I think is going to be kind of a surprise, I think this, this may take some people by surprise. I know it's not going to surprise Floppa, but I think you're going to see a pivot of the mainstream media toward Trump in 24. And I think that they have to do that because they, they lost control of the narrative to the entire right wing. They don't have control of it anymore. It's run away from them. And the only thing they can really do to extend you know, their, their power, I think, is to, to, to pivot back to Trump. And I, I think you're going to see a pseudo right movement, a pseudo you know, a civic nationalist movement. Um, probably being funded and pushed a lot by Jews. I think you'll see the media become more friendly to Trump. And uh, and ultimately, I think you'll see Trump um, start to back Israel even more and more, to, maybe to the point where he becomes questionable as well. That's kind of a wild prediction, but that's what I got for 2024. Uh, you know, actually, I think that there's a lot of uh, basis to that. I mean, look at what's so weird is... Um, when the whole Gaza mass murdering genocide began, Trump was, gave a speech like within hours saying, those uh, Gazans are animals and all this nonsense. And, you know, you would have thought that Trump would have learned from his first uh, administration, which he packed with vile kikes, including his traitorous uh uh, uh, effeminate. I don't know what his son-in-law is, but he's 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 not a man. And uh, and, and and yet, and then they backstab him, steal. I mean, everyone knows that election was stolen. Trump won the second term, and yet, and, and so he. The follow-up to you, Flood. Why is he playing along with all this? Uh, I I have to believe. You know, I'm just going to keep it simple. Go with Oxum's razor. I'm going to say they probably got compromise on the guy. Oh yeah, makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I agree. All right, let's move on to White is Right. Uh, good sir, what do you think is coming in 2024? Hopefully not all of us uh, sharing a jail cell in the end, but uh, yeah, know, man, I'm I, down with that. This controlled opposition is so hard. Man, controlled opposition is like the hardest part about it to, 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 to you know what I mean, to understand because it's like uh, we got Twitter open now where people are on there openly just talking about Jews, and it's never been like that before. So I see that they're going to they're going to try and shut us down somehow, man. They're going to come at us, and I hope it don't, ain't going to be some psyop where they have some uh, white nationalist shooting up some synagogue or something like that. But uh, it'll probably be something like that. But uh, man, uh, this election, I, I, I see one one event a month they'll probably throw at us. It was all this disinformation and stuff. So, uh, but man, uh, all I know is, uh, 
you know, just we just need to stick it to them, man. Just get out there and push, name the Jew, name the Jew. That's all we need to do, and just make it like uh, like Spud was saying, make it dinner time uh, table talk, and uh, you know, just stick together and quit calling each other uh, feds and quit calling each other uh, Jews. You know what I mean? Everybody's a Jew, everybody's controlled op and all this shit. You need to knock that shit out, and white white people need to unite. And uh, if, man, we're gonna do it. We need to do it now because man, they they're kicking our fucking asses right now. They got us. They got it. They got us good. So uh, we need to. We need to push back hard. Uh, follow up to you, uh, White is right. Is I've been saying for like three years that the obvious play from the uh, satanic deep state is to get rid of their major problem, which is the pedophile installed phony president biden and 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 the way to get rid of him is to have him uh uh capped by a white nationalist i'm stunned they haven't done that yet so your thoughts that'd be that'd be a good way to do it don't give me any ideas <laughs> well they i'm sure they thought but i mean what are they going to do with all these immigrants they're pushing in our country i mean they're, they're playing a lot of cards right now man it's just they're playing chess. Yeah. we're not even playing checkers yet so we need to step it up yeah that's for sure yeah, and and one of my questions a little later we'll get into it, is the bizarre ascent of people like Stu's Peter, who uh, came out of nowhere and all of a sudden he's got an empire like like. Uh, but we'll get into that a little later. All right, uh, Zach, your thoughts on what's coming for 2024? Well, I'm uh, I'm not one to speculate, but um, I think uh, I think we can see a good advance in um, in the message being portrayed out there you know we, we talk about uh this controlled opposition concept uh and it, it seems like that's becoming ever more prevalent but the more prevalent that becomes uh the more it shows that they're uh they're really trying to put a lot of damage control on things uh i, I even would go so far as to say uh platforms like twitter are specifically being used for that means um you know we have People like Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones being uh, reinstated to these platforms, and uh, right. and I think it's it's meant to direct the narrative away from again guys like all, all of us in here who are actually pushing the message. Uh, it's to redirect people back to that kind of Alex Jones kosher kind of content, uh, where anytime somebody brings up something about the Jews or the power that they have. Uh, he just resorts to ad hominems against national socialism and, and Hitler to uh, right, <laughs> to right, re yeah. uh, reinstate the uh, the propaganda into people's minds. Um, I actually wanted to also pick up on the uh, the point you made about um, brainwashing and, and why people uh, that you would think are are actually intelligent individuals have no understanding of of this. They, they get uh, they react with this shock and awe that you could actually have these opinions or these, right. these views. Um, you know, this is a, I, I just think this is unfortunately human nature, right? I mean, when we read back to uh, Plato's allegory of the cave, right? It, it actually exactly explains this, this concept perfectly, right? Right. Uh, these people just, they've, they've lived with this one view of how things are forever. Then one guy got out and, and saw the real truth and, and how it really looks and he comes back to tell these people, and their instant reaction is, he's crazy, we got to beat the shit out of him. I mean, like, get this guy out of here, right? Uh, and we see the yeah. same thing with this. And um, brainwash is a weird term, because uh, when, I, when I hear brainwash, I think, uh, you know, you're, you're washing something clean. I think, uh, I, right. I think that was the case um, maybe for the earlier generations, 
of of our people that actually were alive during the World War II era and might have had some kind of pictures in their minds as to how things were, and then the propaganda actually did brainwash them. But I think, honestly, for the, this newer generation, I don't think they're brainwashed. I think they're uh, brain-set, in, in, uh, to use a different terminology, because their minds were... They never even got to understand these concepts or think about the Jew in any kind of a light ever, other than this eternal victim who was persecuted in this massive, awful, evil war. Uh, that's the only thing they've ever even known. Yeah, that's a great point that uh, back in the day to get brother versus brother for uh, Rothschild Bankster War II, commonly known as World War II, that was more of a brainwashing. And now it's more of an entrancement, like a brain set. I, I think that's a really great point. All right, so two days ago, everybody's happy to have a day off to honor Michael oh, King Jr. And and here's my takeaway, and let's then we'll go around the table as to um, – observations about this fraud and so so he took the name martin luther king so he's a a, 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 had a a jewish handler who wrote all his speeches and and when he wasn't having his jewish handlers um i think the guy's name was stanley rosenfeld uh writing his speeches he plagiarized vociferously and, and, and amazingly, to get his PhD, and yet everybody gave him a pass because it's Martin Luther King, not Michael King Jr. anymore. And so uh, the 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 homosexual um, J. Edgar Hoover uh, put a put a put put uh, FBI in this guy early on, and so there there's tons of evidence of his debauchery. And two of my favorites are when they were uh, one of the women. Of of the leadership council was bitching about hey aren't uh, aren't we getting a little too crazy here shouldn't we focus more on um, helping black people and a little less on the orgies well well they turned around and they had a, a group gangbang on at, on her behalf and they took care of business with her and and King was the chess master telling which guy to go next and all that that's that that is in the FBI recently released files the other thing that was in the recently released files in the last couple of years was uh, uh brother martin go he was uh uh, t- uh tapping a white prostitute knocking around getting really rough and he's like uh, today i am not a negro uh, and, and so the guy's just a, a a a piece of shit but he was a shit talker i mean he's a great orator right i mean a great actor and and, and you look at down the lines you know um uh, the last three traitorous globalist democratic puppers they, they've all been incredible great actors uh slick willie clinton then uh the homosexual batak o- obama and and now the latest clown well biden's not a great order he's a he's just a, a liar but i mean it's weird to me that this guy nobody again this is like a mini holocaust everybody acts like like uh, uh, brother Martin Luther King is this amazing guy. I mean, he's an absolute dirtbag. And uh, I saw a really funny meme uh, in the last few days saying that uh, brother Martin is the George Floyd for boomers. And I think that's really true. So, Dave, your thoughts on brother Martin Luther King, whose real name is Michael King Jr.? Yeah, I mean, I I think it just, uh, you know, it always goes back to to the Jew. And again, I'll say this uh, for the benefit of the listeners who uh, might just be joining. 
the Jew, to me, is organized international Jewry. So uh, the Jew uh, always um, props up tools like Martin Luther King Jr., or as you said, his, his, his given name uh, is Michael King Jr., I think his right. father was also a um, preacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. preacher. Um, you know, it's if you look at Ronald Reagan. You know, Reagan is revered by uh, <clears throat> a lot of these political right. conservatives. You know, even to this day, he's like a god. You know, but if you actually do a little research on Reagan, you'll find out that he was. 100% created by a, a big Hollywood Jew named Lou Wasserman, Yep, who ran MCA. Now, Lou is a, a big Jew in, in Hollywood, uh, in the media. And what they do is, and, and again, this is all documented, just all it requires uh, is for somebody to want to learn it and open the book and just like move your eyes and start reading. That's it. And the book that I'm talking about is called The Last Mogul, M-O-G-U-L. Lou Wasserman, MCA, and The Hidden History of Hollywood. It's a great book. And I'm going to put it here in the chat. And let me just see how many pages this is, because I don't remember. Okay, 600 pages. So it's a it's a good-sized book. It's 20 pages more than the 6 million. So uh, what what you find out in there is that Reagan is was just, as, as most of us know, he was just uh, like a two-bit actor. That's it. He was an actor. So Wasserman took this actor because he had acting skills, and he turned him into a politician with his money and his contacts. And now the guy that most cons- ignorant conservative Americans revere, the actor Ronald Reagan, they don't even know that. They don't know shit because they don't read. They watch Fox News and all these other assholes like Stu Peters, like you mentioned, like you mentioned and Flood mentioned. I'm like amazed. Like, who is this guy, Stu Peters? Everybody's talking about him. It's like, where did he come from? Did he come out of a tunnel with a Jew? I mean, he was nowhere. Now, all of a sudden, everything is stupid. What is he? I don't know. I still don't know. I don't want to know. All I know is is that, and I agree with what, what Flood said, was that the Jew will then co-opt what's about to happen this year they will become more nationalist-minded via their media because that's what they are. They're chameleons. And so Martin Luther King Jr., Michael King Jr., he's nothing but a Jew creation like Ronald Reagan, like maybe Stu Peters. I don't know. I do know that guy, uh, Del Bigtree, is a Jew creation. He's created by uh, you know, a Jew husband and wife team who have a big... Uh, you know, war chest that they use to attack vaccines. So they wound this guy up, Del Bigtree, and said, here, here you go. Here's a camera. There's a set. This is what you say. And that's exactly what Michael King Jr. did. And that's exactly what Ronald Wilson Reagan did. They're all tools of the Jew. 
Uh, really well said. Uh, Flood, your thoughts on Brother Martin? Well, I, I think Dave's absolutely right. I think it was just another golem that was stood up by Jews. Um, I think that he's proven wrong over time. I think we've had enough time since the civil rights movement to look back and say, if we had judged him on the content of their character, um, we would probably judge him even more harshly. I mean, even though we didn't, like, uh, if he didn't want us to judge people by skin color and we judged him by the content of their character, we would be even more racist than we are now. And, <laughs> yeah. and so it's, it's pretty so, easy to look back and see that he was just flat wrong. And, uh, and anyone with a critical mind can probably look back and see that. They can look uh, you know, against the backdrop of today's crime problems and uh, all the problems that we're having, which are ultimately Jewish problems. But um, Martin Luther King is no more than a symbol, and he's actually the inversion of the symbol that they put him forth as, which is also par for the Jew is to flip everything around. I think Dave talked earlier about the Holocaust and how Holocaust denialism is a trademark that, that Jews have capitalized on lately. And um, I, I would take it even a step further and say that there was a Holocaust and it was committed by Jews. The word Holocaust even means burnt offering. And I think Dresden right. and I think uh, uh, um, Palestine are Holocausts. And so I would even flip That's it around and say, yes, there was a Holocaust, but it was committed by Jews uh, against, you know, all the people of the world at one time or another. That's a great point. Now, uh, did you want me to play that clip? Yeah, would you please? This is something about Martin Luther King that you probably don't know. All right, here we go. They sacrificed their own children, the Jews did, to the star god. The name Moloch derives from the Hebrew letters MLK, which generally means king. The MLK is vocalized as Moloch, or Moloch, in the Masoretic texts which is an authoritative text in Rabbinic Judaism. It's from this pronunciation that we get the contemporary name Moloch. This deity is mostly depicted as a golden, bronze, and sometimes silver bull, which is internally heated by fire, sometimes decorated in Judaic symbols and Hebrew characters. All right. Um, so what's the takeaway there, Flood? Well, basically, the uh, the MLK and the King are all symbols of of Moloch, which is the the god that they that they worship that they've you know. Oh, I human get it. Wow, interesting. The name yeah, means King MLK in Hebrew. Moloch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very interesting. King was a complete fraud and uh, and a total false symbol. It was another it was another uh, situation of uh, idolatry, you know, by Jews. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's MLK. I never th put that together. That's really, really good. So let's move on. White is right. What's your takeaway from Brother Martin? You're muted. White is right. Muted. Sorry about that, fellas. I was saying, uh, I think I always thought that uh, he named his name Martin Luther King or Martin Luther King to take away from uh, Martin Luther, you know, the, the, the Jew namer, you know, to like, I guess, point. take away from that, you know, to, I guess, take, uh, you know, pull people away from that. But uh, I don't know. Uh, he's just a Marxist communist. I mean, he trained over in Russia, went to Russia and uh, learned to be a communist. Right. And it's just, uh, man, if people just get off their asses and do a little research, they can find this stuff out. It's so easy to find out, man, especially today with the Internet. So there's no excuse why people go around worshiping this, this guy that, you know, just, just he's just a low life piece of crap from what I heard. He like, you know, having sex with uh, white women and hookers and all that shit. And they, they probably killed his ass because uh, they didn't want uh, all that stuff getting out. And they wanted him to be a martyr. 
Great point. Uh, before we go to Zach, we're joined by the big Floppa. Welcome, Floppa. I'm glad you could join us. And we're in the midst of uh, t- the real opinions on um, Brother Martin Luther King. So welcome. And uh, your thoughts on Brother Martin Luther King. Cute well sound. Man, uh, th- thanks for the welcome. Sorry I'm late, by the way. Uh, can you hear oh, me? No worries. Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Glad you're here. Yeah, I mean, thoughts on, on Martin Luther King are probably pretty cliche in our community he's a a communist piece of shit um i played a documentary yesterday i want to say on my show about him and uh-huh. just the amount of communism behind martin luther king is, is stunning like he was a hundred percent a communist creation yes and and when you really look into it communism is the epitome of what anti-white is and so I, I i think it's very important for our people to learn who our enemy is and understand the racial um the racial goals of communism so that's kind of my take oh excellent excellent and you 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 have uh also, I'd have it up on the screen, uh, your Odyssey channel, which is, uh, you've been doing, and we'll get into it a little later, uh, w- w- your coverage of Gaza is just unparalleled, and, and the, that murderous genocide by the vile kike. But first, let's get let's go to Zach. Zach, your thoughts on Brother Martin Luther King. Yeah, I, I, well, I agree with everybody's assessment, um, and I, I like the, uh, the fact that White is Right pointed out that... Uh, his name just so happens to coincidentally uh, align with yeah. with Martin Luther. I, I've always thought that that yeah. was a, an intentional pick in that regard. Um, right. And you know, a lot of this uh, to those who, again, don't have our our knowledge, their uh, brain set, so to speak. Right. Uh, a lot of this might sound like complete crazy talk uh, because it's you know they're they're meant to think that uh, Martin Luther King was this lovely peace activist and. Um, so, you know, there are uh, FBI files that openly state these things. Uh, Stanley Levinson was uh, was the Jew that was Levinson. That's the yeah, he was the Jew that was one hundred percent behind him. And I, I actually just want to quote this uh, this FBI file really quickly. Um, in this FBI file, it stated that uh, Stanley Levinson told Clarence Jones, which was an advisor to uh, King that under no circumstances should King be permitted to say anything without their approval. That is in the FBI document, uh, openly stating that uh, King isn't allowed to say anything unless the Jews give him the green light. Uh, that just further proves this, um, this understanding that, that Jews prop up these, uh, typically they, they aim for the, the lower intellect, uh, buffoons that will just do and say whatever they like. Always vice-driven men. If you look into their backgrounds, like Martin Luther King was a a drunkard and somebody who was uh, having orgies, uh, which is really not far off from both of the presidents, uh, or both the pro- the president and the prime minister during World War II, fighting uh, on, on the side of Jewry. Um, th- these are all vice-driven people who are easily compromised, and um, yeah, it, it just it really pushes on on Dave's point. Uh, expressing the fact that uh, th- these people are, are 100% placed there. And uh, this is modern day, we have BLM, which is the exact same thing. Uh, it's just a, a communist front that uh, Jews have 
propped up and funded and and they put blacks at the uh, forefront to make it seem I'm, like I'm, I'm glad you uh i'm glad you connected uh blm to it zach because it's like you said they use this low iq selection um which is i i think we all kind of commonly refer to that as the golem you know the jew swings the golem at us and it's uh right it's always they, they Dave, you might have noticed this before I did. You notice how they call it BIPOC. Uh, the, the term BIPOC, it, it, it spells it all out right there, how they're teaming everyone against us with a, a, a color identity that strips all of their identity away from them. It just makes us, it makes them not us. You're not African if you're BIPOC. You're not Chinese if you're BIPOC. You're literally used by the Chosenites as a low IQ selective golem to swing at white people. And they identify it's the biggest tell right there is in in the term BIPOC. It's like, dude, look what they're doing. Yeah, you're just identifying you. Yeah, yeah, that's your that that's your fucking uniform is not white if you're BIPOC and you're the biggest used uh, buck broken piece of shit. If that's the the fight you're gonna fucking die on, that's the hill you're gonna die on. At least we have an identity. Good take. Yeah. I don't know. They're stealing. That's it from a great us. point. Yeah, rewriting history, stealing it from us. Yep. And yep. and maybe and maybe point. those maybe those whites who don't get it, they need to die on that hill too. That's another great point. And so next question that, uh, well, actually, I guess I'll stick with one more current event. And it ties into a bigger question I wanted to get to, so I guess I'll weave it together. I'll entrance you all just like the kite. <laughs> and so um, this a week or two ago, out of the blue, you've got these Hasidic uh, uh, Chabad Luvovich subhumans uh, uh, crawling out of sewer grates and, and and dancing around and acting insane because the NYPD uh, got a tip from a, a, a neighbor that they were hearing voices in their walls and they discover this massive series of tunnels under the uh, Chabad Luvovich headquarters, which I guess is called 770 or something or 700. I, I'm not, I, I didn't remember. It's, it's called number. 770, East 770, it's 770. address, yeah. Okay, there you go. And so, so it's funny. There's already a, 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 a it was an Italian cop talking to one of these crazy uh, uh, jitterbugging kikes, and he goes, "We don't do this in America." And it's like, that's the America I want to live in. You're right, Paisan. And so, anyway, so out of the blue, and here's tying it to the bigger question I wanted to to get to is out of the blue. All of a sudden, it's everywhere. Oh my God, these these kikes are. Uh, uh, raping children and sacrificing children under the they're they're like rats and there's like thousands of memes you see it everywhere on Twitter and and uh, Telegram and what have you and at the same time these so these people who are apparently to me gatekeepers the Stu Peters the Alex Joneses and the others um, you know what's the intent of this right now to make the Jew look even worse. I mean, is it trying to deflect from Gaza? Are, are they trying to ramp up the pity party to where the uh, the normies, well, the Jew can do no wrong, so what if they're raping and murdering little kids? So what if they're wiping out the Palestinians? I, I don't get this play at all, Dave. What's your take on it? 
You mean the uh, the rat Jews specifically? Well, well, the idea that the, you know they already have a PR nightmare with Gaza. They're mass murdering the native Palestinians, and so out of the blue, someone tips them off, and now they've got. You know the the exposing Habad Lubavitch, which is essentially they're the third dr- satanic cult of of the history of Ju- Judaism. Right, the first was uh, Zebatai Zeve, and then there was Jacob Frank's Fra- Frankism, and and now the third child sacrificing, utterly devil worshipping uh, cult within Greater Jewry is Habad Lubavitch. Right, yeah. and so so this is bad timing to have this exposed when they're already dealing with the PR nightmare. So yeah. what's the bigger play here? What, what's the bigger play going on here? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a PR nightmare what's happening in Gaza. And the reason I say that is because although there are these communist lefties out there on bridges and roads and in congressional offices and in front of the White House, I think that most everybody else is fast asleep about it. And that is because they've been hypnotized by this hola hoax. Because the Jew, of course, cannot be a victim and an aggressor at the same time. So I don't think that it is a PR nightmare. I think that their, their, their programming via the media has turned the masses into non-thinking zombies who will, in a Pavlo- Pavlovian way respond to certain stimuli so jew holocaust you know attacked by savages we must strike back nobody's saying anything like i said except for those lefties as far as the the inbred rats crawling out of you know the gutter uh nowadays with uh you know everybody having a cell phone and a camera I think that probably could not be avoided. So I don't think that this is part of some sort of a planned operation by the Jew to uh, let as many people as possible see, you know, how filthy they are. There's a lot of people who haven't seen the the uh, the Jew tunnel rats. You know, they just don't pay attention to that. You'd be surprised. Uh, you'd be surprised how viral that instance actually went, Dave. Um, that nasty. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I know, but it, I mean, it, I've, it, I've it talked to three, people. Three days in a row, it was the the highest trending hashtag uh, in, on uh, Twitter, yeah. which is the biggest social platform. Sure, the sure. The problem is that, not maybe it's not a problem, but the issue is that there's, there's a lot of, you know, average Americans who don't go on that and because they don't go on it they're not subject to what you and I might be uh, subject to so I think that you know flyover country America is not exposed to the stuff that we are continually exposed to we're like news junkies right we're tapped into all this stuff and and we see all the memes of the Jews it's hilarious it's it's great, but the people I've talked to, like the average sleepwalker-type people uh, who I come into contact and mention that to, they have no clue what it is. So, so consider this, Dave. Uh, Jews got caught crawling out of fucking tunnels, and and the entire normie take 
in the social media world was you were fucking kids. Like the second they got caught crawling out of fucking tunnels. And I want to point out, if you look at what Psycho Drilla posted in the chat, uh, Flood noticed this on our show on Saturday. Uh, that gate is custom cut for their goddamn hats. <laughs> That's right. I mean, like these these fucking tunnel rats, they thought of everything. But the second that they got caught by normie America, and that's the most important takeaway from it, is these normies saw a bunch of Jews crawling out of tunnels. And the fucking first thing they say is that's connected to Epstein. Guys, uh, what, what we're learning right there is that the normie knows. That's what we're learning, Dave. Yeah, they I don't know, know it's the Jews. They just don't have the scrotum to fucking say it. Like maybe, but if you look at Jugal and you type in Jews tunnels, you'll get a story from Muslim skeptic. Mm-hmm. You'll get a story from Rolling Stone that says Twitter explodes with anti-Semitic misinfo. You'll get a story from AP from six days ago. Discovery of a tunnel at a Chabad synagogue spurs false rumors Mm -hmm. so i think what they're what the jews media is feeding normies is that now there's there's nothing to see here you know this is just it's a mistake and besides the jew haters are turning it into something that it's not see i see it as damage control because uh, with of course like you like you said with this timeline right now with october 7th man it really is a pr nightmare for jews it is a PR nightmare because Dude, they want to so. they want to be in like the backstage of all this shit. They just want to be so. kind of pulling their strings. And man, they got caught with their pants down. And then and you consider the Epstein, <laughs> the, the, the Epstein uh, I know literally. Right. But with the, the Epstein files and that stuff dropping, like really consider the time frame. Like, I don't think it's a Jew op to try to normalize all these talking points against Jews and write them all off. I think they got caught wa- uh, crawling out of tunnels. And I think I agree. Uh, I, I think your average American was just like, dude, those are the damn Jews that run the media. Mm-hmm. Like the flyers are working. What we've been doing for 10 years now, longer, uh, especially with G-Man and Dave, what we've been doing is working and it's picking up our talking points are now coming out of celebrity mouthpieces. Uh, even yes. Charlie Kirk is bending the knee or, 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 or his audience will leave to go watch the same asylum. I mean, yes. I've never, I've never seen this many W's in, in, in the opening two weeks of a year in my life. Yes, I agree. Flood, your take on the, the idea of this, the, this, uh, the, the, the Habad Luvis child rapist in the sewers and the bigger, uh, uh, woven together question of, uh, why are suddenly, is it okay on Twitter X to have uh, Lucas Gage and and Keith Wood and Stu's Peter and some of these other cats all really take it to the Jew? Your, your thoughts on what's going on? Well, think, is there a, is there a, a scenario or a, a, a psyop going on that I don't see? I think they're both right. I think Dave and Flopper are both right. I, I don't think the Jews intended this to be caught. I, I, they they clearly did get caught sort of with their pants down. I do think the Jews in, um, at first they panned it. Uh, the media didn't talk about it, and then they started talking about it a few days later uh, in the shade of uh, the anti-Semitism that was coming from the episode. So that was clearly damage control. I don't think the Jews set that up, but it, it did happen, and it did go 
pretty viral. I mean, we were we were looking at Alex Jones and all these other controlled ops. You know, that they brought in all their you know their edge lord control ops, and uh, everybody was talking about Jews raping kids there for a little while. I do think the Jews are ultimately going to use that to their advantage in the mainstream media. They're going to use it to decry that anti-Semitism remains on the rise. They're going to use it to back up the ADL. I do think there is a meta involved. This might be a little bit of a long shot, or maybe it may just be crazy. But ultimately, we have to look at the Jew prophecy. And ultimately, the anti-Semitism has got to get so bad for them to play out their little script is that they've all got to go back to Israel at some point. And then they've got to, you know, the thing with the temple's got to happen and then they they have to you know their messiah has to show up or they've got to declare war on the world or you know something along those lines but somewhere in and i'm not very well versed in judaism or the you know the talmud or kabbalah but i do believe that there is there the prophecy is eventually that they all have to go back right and so they may be setting up for something like that on the meta like if it's starting to look bad one thing the jew is doing honestly they're not reporting honestly on it is they are tracking anti-semitism we know that they're tracking it they're tracking it like crazy and so they're going to know well ahead of most of us when something's about to pop um i think that they will use this to further reinforce their crazy uh um prophecy and uh, and just use it for more theater you're talking about Aaliyah? yeah Aaliyah. thank you gotcha and, and no that is what they believe they believe that they're going to Go to a place. It's either Argentina or Israel. Actually, they've been talking about it for over a hundred years. That's something that Zach red pilled me on. He did a episode on the Andinia plan, which was pretty uh, eye opening. I recommend that episode to everybody listening. Thank you. No, oh, thank you, man. Fuck, dude. Not a lot of people red pill floppa. Nice, nice. All right, let's see. White is right. Your thoughts on this this uh, uh, exposure of the Chabad Luvovich uh, rat uh, child rapist and uh, then the bigger narrative of uh, all of a sudden it's okay to take it to the Jew on X and a lot of these platforms that uh, a year ago everybody was banned from. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Dave. I think uh, normal America, they'll see it as a strange, but they see the Jew as a friend of the Christian. So they'll probably forget about it in a week or two. And But uh, I do know one thing, man. I found out. I know why they have side locks. They're like curb finders, man. That way they don't stick their head in too narrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, as far as X goes, man, that's that's like I said. It's one of those controlled tie-up things. I don't, that's it's the hardest part of it to understand, or at least my point of view. I don't. I can't understand controlled opposite, opposition sometimes. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, man, uh but but it, I mean everybody knows it. Yeah, I mean Jews do rape kids, and uh, we know what's happening, and, and still we sit here and we do nothing, man. I'm ashamed. That that is the um, historically. I mean, it, what's so frustrating? And I'm going to get Zach's take on this. Is that uh, when when there was some legitimacy to the department when it was the Department of Justice, not the Department of Jewishness? Um, they 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 would release that annually almost a million children go missing in the United States. Now they've dropped it down to 400,000. So we'll just say somewhere between 400,000 and a million kids. And 
and we all know what is being done. Those children are being taken for, to put into sexual slavery. They're being taken to uh, 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 be tortured for adrenochrome. They're being taken to uh, harvest organs. And this is all by the vile kike. Yeah. And and yet, you know, why don't we do something about it? That That is a key point. We'll get to that a little later. But first, I want to get Zach's thoughts on what uh, what he sees with these uh, Chabad Lubavitch woven into the bigger narrative of why is it suddenly okay to uh, criticize the kike yeah it's a it's it's really tough i don't i don't exactly know what to think of this i don't know if they they want people to see this or if they don't want people to see this uh whether they do or don't i think uh i think one positive thing to take out of this is thankfully uh the the jews that were coming out of these tunnels were uh for lack of better words not epstein jews meaning they were uh in their Jewish garb. So a, a, a normie can't look at that and go, oh, well, that was just, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein or, oh, that was just, you know, Epstein, like its own, their own individual figure. You know, it's it really paints the picture that this is a Jewish operation unmistakably, right? Some people can just, uh, you get that narrative being pushed all the time from uh, types like Gavin McGinnis, the, the homosexual uh, they say things like, oh, well, you know, it's it's really just all of these radical elites and a lot of them happen to be Jewish. Well, you can't look at this situation and go, oh, it just happens to be under a synagogue. You have to yeah, yeah. you have to see the, the, the red lining there and and recognize this. This was 100 percent a Jewish operation. Absolutely. And so um, let me open this up real quick. And this is my favorite meme of the the whole mattress thing that mattress was nasty as fuck man excuse my language <laughs> yeah it's, it's nightmares all right but yeah if you do a, if you do a, google, search, <laughs> you do a google search on uh rabbis like having sexual molesting kids man there's there's so many of them this is my <laughs> That's favorite meme right there <laughs> i knew that mattress reminded me of someone oh god almighty <laughs> Yeah, I can't stand that. I love seeing Rappaport get dragged out, whatever (laughs) the context. (laughs) Yeah, yep. So that's my favorite, favorite meme. All right, let's see, man. This is going fast, and the great roundtables always do. We're down to the final uh, 30 minutes or so. So uh, let's uh, let's see. What did I want to cover? I I got a lot of it in. Well, let any any pressing issue that any of you gentlemen wanted to uh, discuss or cover that I haven't brought up yet. So let's, Dave, anything you wanted to talk about, let's go uh, down the li- the line. Yes, yes. There is something that I, it, it just popped into my head like last week or the week before. And I thought, you know, wow. And I was thinking, well, maybe what I'm trying to think of was like, one of the laws of thermodynamics. I think I mentioned this to you, G. And it wasn't one of the laws of thermodynamics. It was Newton's first law of motion, inertia. And I was thinking about that. It, again, it just popped into my head in relation to this country, what this country was and what it is now. And what Newton's first law of motion says is that an object at rest remains at rest and an object in motion remains in motion 
unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. An object at rest remains at rest unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. Yeah, that, and I that, thought that, that led into uh, every action uh, requires an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that might be another one, but this one yeah, I was Newtonian. thinking. Yeah, I was thinking that you know the America that that I grew up in. I was born in 1960. G, you were born the year before, right? So you should have been going first all this time, not last. Yeah, you're best. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You put it on me, man. Okay. So I was thinking that America, because I know what it was like and how safe it was, how calm it was. I know what it was like growing up, what the people were like. And our country, what used to be our country, was at rest. And that unbalanced force is the Jew, clearly. From the middle of the 19th century, that's when it started. That's when they brought their filth over, their communism, Marxism, socialism. They've been infesting the United States government offices, federal, state, and local. Of course, the media, the legal profession, the education system. In 1965, they passed that landmark Immigration Reform Act. We're seeing the fruits, the rotten fruits of that, what these Jews did. The whole reason why this country is in the shape it's in now is because of the Jew. And I'll ask anyone out there, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that this country was not at rest before the Jew started to infest and poison it. If this country was allowed to remain in the condition that it was, and if there was no Jew, we would not even be here talking. The only reason we're here is because of the Jew. This country was beautiful. It wasn't perfect, but nothing is. But it was beautiful, and it was at rest. Now, because of the Jew, because of the poisonous Jew, it's all turmoil. And getting back to what a couple of you guys were saying, and White is right, you said it. We're just sitting here doing nothing. You might be right. We're not doing what maybe needs to be done. But I think that day is going to come. And when it does... I'm going to think about Newton's first law, <laughs> inertia. We're going to get this country back from the Jew. Yeah. It has to happen. Uh, let's go next to, to Flood. Anything that you would like to discuss with this roundtable that hasn't come up yet? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would just add Newton's law, third motion, that for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. And I think that's what we're going to be waiting for. I mean um, – it's easy to say nobody's doing anything. I, I'm pretty busy all the time. I know a lot of us are, are doing a lot of things, right? We may not be doing the thing that the exact thing that certain people want to see. We all know what that is. 
I do think that's part of a natural process that's going to happen no matter what. I'm not sure that we can start or stop that when that occurs. But uh, I do believe that uh, if we're speaking in terms of a law, especially Newton's laws, that um, absolutely the law of inertia is probably what we've been witnessing. And I think we've yet to witness the third law, which is, you know, the reactions. Fucking mic drop. That's good. Really good. All right, so let's next go. Let's go to Floppa. Floppa, anything that uh, uh, you, you join us a little late, anything that um, you would like to discuss? A little late, man. Anything? Six minutes. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> anything so, you would like to bring up? Yeah, man, the passion. Uh, I, I, I talk a lot about how I got drawn to National Socialism. Uh, chat often. Give me a one in the chat if you've heard my story about how I was – exposing pedophile rings and I, I i kept noticing that the people that were working on my side were hardcore skinheads and, and nazis you know shit that that i would have thought in another world like holy crap like i'm on their side you know um and and, and that brought me around to it and it just uh i i think as a propagandist and and especially as a pragmatist guys um i i always think of that virginal type of thinking that i used to have that innocent type of thinking where it's like you learn that that these people are doing these things to children and it's such a fucking horrible shock to your life that you want to fight like i'm coiled up like a spring right now because I see these kikes and they're fucking, uh, they're vulnerable. And I'm coiled up like a predator because they're my natural enemy. And I, I don't know. I'd like, dude, you've never seen me jacked as fuck like this. They're going to lose. They're fucking losing in front of us right now. And Dave's like trying to point out how. Like, this might even be, like, a fucking op. No, bro. They got caught, man. They're fucked. They're, it's over. It's game over. And that's what happens when you fucking... Okay, you, you, you won against Germany. We get it. And you flaunted it in front of our faces for 100 fucking years almost now. And you just try to pull that same scam against the whole world. And you got caught during COVID. And now people... Like Jake Shields, um, you, you know, big names, uh, Ian Smith, are coming out condemning Israel as a country. And it's not enough. You know, they're not on the pro-white game yet. But all roads lead to it. All roads lead to Hitler. I'm so jacked as fuck on, on like, literal white power right now. Because the second these these uh, pedophiles are exposed, and you have to remember your innocent reaction to pedophilia is to kill them. And they're going to fucking normalize just that. They're going to do it on accident by victimizing themselves for everything they get caught in. Oh, don't talk about the mattress, the shit-stained kid's mattress, you anti-Semite. They're going to fucking hang themselves. They already tied their own rope a hundred years ago with Germany. Leonard Cohen fucking sang about it. What's that gay ass song called? The fucking uh, 
First We Take Manhattan. Right, right. That's a song by him, correct. Yep. Yeah, you've heard that, Giuseppe? Yes. Yeah, they like to flaunt shit. Uh, what, what, what do we call that? Counting your chickens before they hatched? Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, you didn't take over the world yet. You took you you took over all the institutions, and you got caught balls deep in a bunch of fucking kids. Well, what's interesting, Floppa? Let me let me uh, ask you a follow up. Is that the last couple years the crazy commie uh, globalist left has been trying, especially in California, to 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 legitimize uh, raping children? They call it you know, uh, minor attracted, uh, persons and all this, like, like, you don't know, they're raping a kid. There's, there's no, no, no tolerance for that. So, I mean, if anything, this could make the culture war go hot because to me, there is no, you don't imprison a child rapist. You, 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 you end their life. I mean, there is no, that that is the most evil thing you can do to a little a hundred percent agreement without yeah. fed posting yeah. that's know, the world I mean, like, like like i said i'm so coiled up like a spring thinking about the problem like what the actual problem is and i think a lot of people like they get so so red-pilled that they forget that these guys literally fuck children they fuck yeah. little children yeah exactly and 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 that's got to be the fucking line that we draw and anyone that fucking oh, yeah. sides with the pedophiles when the fucking bullets start flying, you know what to do. Yep, that's it. White is right. You want to jump in? Uh, you 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 were uh, about to say and, something. Uh, it says, why is the World Economic Forum trying to lower the age of consent? And why is that a, an issue to them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, man, I just I see nothing's going to change until the normies or the masses uh, want changes. That's how it's always been, man. So uh, I don't know how we're going to have to wake these fuckers up, but uh, we got to do it somehow. I mean, dude, I mean, like Barry Sartoro, his his freaking birth certificate, man, you could take it from the White House government website and open up an Adobe and it had layers on it, man. It's just yep. so obvious and everybody's yep. just short memory and just, it just, it's just, it baffles me, dude. It baffles, makes me so upset with these people, but nothing's going to change until they wake up and they want change. Yep, that's a great point. Uh, Zach, your thoughts on the pedophilia issue? Yeah, I think uh, I think that's the easiest one uh, for us to harness uh, sentiment for. Uh, I, I think it's one of the last bastions of sanity that the Jews haven't broken down for people. Uh, you know, mainstream America was uh, naturally racist years ago. Uh, they broke that down. They were naturally homophobic. They broke that down. Uh, they were naturally anti-immigration. They broke that down. They, they, they've broken down all of these uh, instinctual defensive barriers that we've always had for ourselves. Uh, I think pedophilia is the one that they have not broken down yet. I think that and, and bestiality, those are the two ones, the two disgusting things uh, that the, the Jew has not been able to normalize within society yet. I mean, even drugs. People used to really frown upon somebody if they were a druggie. Right. Uh, nowadays, it's it's almost praised. Like, uh, oh, you're just a you're a crazy party animal. You're a great guy. You know, that's how that's how they view it nowadays. Um, so yeah, I, I think pedophilia is the that that solid pillar that we need to stand on top of and uh, and place our awning on because it's it's the one that the the Jew has. I don't know if they'll ever be able to break that down. I, I think everybody has has sentiment for protecting children. Yeah. I agree. You can never let them break it down. Yeah. 
White is right. Anything that uh, you're next, anything that uh, you wanted to discuss that we haven't brought up yet so far? I uh, just said uh, he was talking about uh, the, them starting at, the, I guess, the turn of the century. But uh, really, man, it started after the French Revolution. It started with 1848 Red Republicans. And then they, of course, got their little Jew, uh, Abraham Lincoln, to, to come in. And what did he do? He broke up the Republic and uh, to save the Union. So that's right there is where it all started. And Haim Solomon stole all the Southern money and and went to become the richest guy in England. So there you go. Yeah, unbelievable. But yeah, hey, thanks again for having us on and everything. And thank you, Mister Gahari. Oh yeah, no, hey, no. Please, please call me Dave. And uh, you know, thank you for coming on and doing what you're doing. All we you got to do this regularly. It's really important. And. Uh, and Dave, I would point out that we're not actually boomers. Where if you look, uh, damn, w- Wikipedia Generation Jones, uh, people about the last five years, we didn't get any of the largesse that the baby boomers got. We were like the pre getting screwed by uh, Generation X type. So we 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 got it without Lou earlier than uh, than, than the. <laughs> hey, for what it's worth, uh, just a, a, a little note from the younger generation. I use boomer as a completely political term. I you can be 30 years old and be a fucking boomer. That's a good you point, yeah, I mean? if you're clueless. Exactly right. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, and, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Floppa, I, I didn't think that uh, the tunnel Jews was an operation. I, I thought the opposite. Well, there you go. You thought the what was? the? No, I, I didn't think it was an operation. Maybe you were... Well, the, the, the tunnel itself was. Uh, I think one thing we forgot to touch up on, though, was how fast they filled, filled that shit up with concrete. Um, because I used to build houses for a living, uh-huh. and, and I used to actually be a subcontractor. And uh, even even Joe Pritch touched on this. Uh, Joe Pritch is a contractor. Um, he's another streamer in our community. Uh-huh. And... and um, Imagine all the fucking uh, the the plumbing pipes and electrical fixtures that they just dump concrete on without ever fucking uh, it, what do you call it tying off your loose ends? You know what I mean? You got to get down there into those. Oh yeah, tunnels. no, yeah, you've got the to- idea that they fill those tunnels with concrete <laughs> is absolute psyop. There is no it's way that they would have done it that crazy. way. Those were foundational. Uh, you know, those, those Apparently they did. And I know no you've, said, you've said it would at least take like 10 trucks. The but engineers I, have I to go seen... in and draw up forms. And who, and who uh, paid rebar, for the concrete? Lots of stuff has right. to happen before you can it. just pour Yeah, who concrete. paid for the concrete? Same guy that paid for the bricks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. More like a glory hole. <laughs> More like us. We paid for it. Like a glory hole. But no, like, uh, yeah, you, you, you can't do that. You can't fill a tunnel. Um, underneath a metropolitan city, uh, and, and okay, we're talking about New York City, the right. biggest metropolitan city in the fucking world. Right. Uh, you you can't fill a tunnel like that, and and honestly, let's let's be real. Less than two weeks, it would take that much time for contractors to uh, terminate all the electrical ends in that tunnel. Um, and, and put solid uh, piping fixtures through there so you'd never have to be down there again present. You know what I mean? Like you would actually have to have solid iron pipings before you filled that in with concrete. So that but, was the PSYOP was the concrete, like, oh, we're taking care of this, we're NYPD, we've got a handle on this. Is that the PSYOP right there then? 
Well, the big question I have is, did they really fill it with concrete? No. Because, dude, they had to have the damn NYPD protect the concrete crew from the Jews of the Chabad temple. Right, right. Like, it was the biggest shit show I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen a guilty party double down like that. Like, literally, a, a, a guy got pulled out of the tunnel while he was balls deep in a kid. And he started singing satanic chants at the police. I saw that. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? It was a creepy hole, too, man. They had to, like, get on their hands and knees in some parts of it to crawl through. Yeah, dude, it's really fucking creepy. Sick. And and, and, and so that, that mikvah, I looked into the mikvah, and that's that's like a that's a part of Judaism, like uh, Orthodox Judaism, where you need to take a ritual bath after you've secreted semen before you can engage in a sacrifice. Same thing with menstruating women. Yes. Yeah, it is the same thing with menstruating women. But when you, when you point it out, like, like, like the sacrifice thing, it's like, wait a second, wait a second. You know, is the blood libel the real deal? Like, of course it is. We understand that. We understand about Simon of Trent. We understand about all of these fucking Christian martyrs. Uh, white Aryan Christian martyrs, mind you. You know, they're not brown fucking Nigerians that fucking Torbo wants to goddamn crusade for. Right. All right, Zach, uh, well, let's get to you. Any Anything that you wanted to discuss and bring up that we haven't uh, done so yet? No, I think uh, I think we got a pretty solid summation of things. Uh, just a, another comment on this uh, tunnel situation as well, uh, and and this cement cover up. Uh, you know, I think standard police procedure in in these circumstances would be to investigate prior to right. uh, yeah, to yeah. closing the tunnel up. You know, there was there was no investigation. There was no not even a discussion about an investigation and. You know, you hear that with everything, even when uh, Epstein got caught, right? Oh, there's an investigation being opened. We're, we're, we're investigating to see what, what, you know, what's going on here. Uh, they never even spoke a word about investigation with these tunnels. Uh, it's just it's we're true. Even that, that based Italian cop that G-Man pointed out earlier, um, like he kept telling the Jews, he's like, we're going to cover this up tonight. He said, we're, we, we're going to uh, finish this tonight. You remember that shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, we have to we have to look at uh, I, I believe the D.A. in New York is is Jewish. Um, and I think the commissioner might be as well. Uh, but the NYPD is has always been uh, controlled and in cahoots with these people. I mean, let's look at uh, Copperot when they when they're doing the chicken swinging up in New York every year. The NYPD provides them with the traffic cones and the barriers to do this stuff. They bleed chickens out in New York Police Department provided traffic cones. That's a good point. They police their own with that Masara or Masara or whatever the hell it is. They're, you know, they handle the law themselves. Shamrim. It's, it's like M-E-S-I-R-A-H. Masara. Yeah, they call them the Shamrim. Their own police force. They get to have Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, we caught them on camera, actually, right outside of Chabad Lubavitch. They had their Shamrim police car right in front of that ambul- ambulance. I caught it on uh, the, the Google street search I did when I found their fucking little tunnel exit where that rat crawled out with the hat size hole. 
dude oh my god guys this has been like the biggest shit show the last week oh it was a gift it was a true gift it was a gift i agree it was a fucking gift and did you know that the cops had to plead with the jews for several hours to get out of the tunnel dude does it even surprise you please what what would they do to us They'd fucking tase us and shoot our exactly. dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Plead. Plead. They have to plead with the Jews. The cops know they can't treat the Jews like they treat us. They have to plead with them. Well, we as a community, I think we owe it to ourselves and to our cause to point out that the, the Chabad Lubavitch World Headquarters, the 770 that, that G-Man pointed out, is it, it has more political power than the White House in America and in every Western nation? That border right there has so. And much it has more intelligence than our CIA. They do, it man, does. It absolutely does. Books. Yeah, yeah, and it's been recognized uh, by fucking special forces sources. White is right. Is uh, I think you're referring to a video I've seen in the last week. Who, who was that? That uh, compared it to the CIA. And I'm not sure. I've heard it uh, several times over the years. It's a very valid. Uh, it's a very valid point that that he brings up, though. Like where, God, like I don't want to go further on it because I don't they, have. I mean, they control Russia. They they run Russia. I mean, pretty much Shabbat. You know. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. why is it that those those Shabbat uh, uh, subhumans with their hats are? Every year, they're 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 in the White House, totally surrounding the the president uh, when he signs something for them, and then they show the the same hats uh, are surrounding Putin. So there's definitely something there that education it, day, yeah, yeah. And they, it, and I don't know if you know this, G man, but but your average uh, hat size uh, sewer grate hole um, <laughs> fits the bill, uh, so to say. Yep, that's it. So oh, fits the bill. That's a good one. Yeah, you like that, Flood? That's good. That was good <laughs> yeah. wordplay. All right, fellas, we come down to the last uh, seven minutes, so going to give everybody a chance to uh, – and I want to thank you all. It's been an awesome uh, first roundtable of 2024. we got to do this regularly, and so open invitation. I'll eat once a month. I'll get get a word out to you guys, and uh, and and we got to do more. And so I think that uh, – this uh, the 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 child raping thing is, is something we can't let go, and and really have to because uh, that that'll tip the culture wars in our favor as well. So final, we'll we'll start again, same order. First, Dave Gahari, final final statements. Yeah, it's uh, you know great to hear that uh, Floppa is coiled like a snake. I wish that everybody was uh, because as I said, off. what's that? I'm going to kill them all, man. There in you Minecraft, go. In Minecraft. Fuck that. In Minecraft. <laughs> well, the reason is, is because, and I've said it before, if after you learn this stuff, you're not totally enraged, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, I have not asked people, you know, that question. I don't think I need to. You know, I, I, I think I would know it. You know, and we're all at different stages of this thing. But when you get to the stage that, you know, I'm at, and I think a lot of other guys are at, and gals, 
you're pissed off and you want to make sure that those kids, and I've always said this, you know, well, why, why aren't you, you know, a religious guy or why aren't you happy, you know? Well, let me ask you a question. Right now, while we're doing this show, there are kids cowering in fear. And that's a fact. Well stated. And a, and and a lot of these kids are cowering in fear because of what we're talking about. Yep. So it. until that's fixed, I'm not resting. Amen. Amen. You're, Amen. I, you're my brother in war right there. Right there. All right, next final statement. Let's go to uh, Flood, man. And, and again, i got to compliment you on your deep fakes. I just, every, everyone get, keeps getting better. So your final statement. Hey, just uh, thanks for having me on. I look forward to the next one. And uh, just totally coincidentally, we didn't really, we didn't plan anything beforehand. Just let everybody know. I actually did a show, my first deep dive on a show today. It wasn't much of a deep dive, but we did a, a really good review about Jewish ritual, blood magic, and uh, if anyone's interested in learning way more about that than they want to know, watch my show from this morning. And uh, feel free to watch my show every day from 5 to 8 Pacific time in the morning. And you Yo, can also replay listen to it replay on Speak Free Radio. Speak Free Radio. That's right. Legs. Like, it, it really was. I learned a lot from Flood Show this morning. One of the big things I fucking learned. Holy shit. What was it? Flood. What was it? Uh, was it about Molech being a uh, Martin Luther King? MLK, yes, yeah. dude. Oh, dude, that Isn't like that that's mind? really I good, man. That, that's knew. blowing my mind too. Yeah. Did you watch it, G Man? You watched no, the no, show? No, no. Uh, before you got segment. here, uh, he he uh, he he played the little clip uh, on the show, Floppa. So yeah, I made a segment dude, of it. I'll send it to you, Floppa. It's just little little things like that are what get through to the normie. What and, bring and it's great and it's great having him on SFR. It is. It, yeah. it starts well, my you. day off right. Me too. Yeah. Man, All I'd right. love to be on SFR. Just saying. Well, just we'll saying uh, there's, there's there's there there's things coming this year. Uh, that, We'll, we'll be talking to all you guys about about the things that are coming. Something's a coming. All right, let's go to the next individual for final thoughts. And so that would be uh, White is right. Your final thoughts. I just say, uh, man, it's nice being here again, and I'm looking forward to the year ahead. And uh, man, everybody on Odyssey that I talk to and chat with and the, the chat stuff, man, I love all you guys. You're my brothers and my sisters, and there's not a damn thing I wouldn't do for any of you. And uh, man, I just we need to unite and just stick it to the Jew, man. Name the Jew. There you go, excellent. Uh, Floppa, your final thoughts. Like I just got a song request on the way out. Sure, what is it? Avicii for a better day uh like he got killed for making the song uh he was exposing elite pedophilia and it just reminds me of when i got started like we all like put a one in the chat if you were hurt when what's his name flood god damn it dude what's my problem today um fucking the singer for soundgarden chris cornell yeah when chris cornell got fucking killed one in the chat if that shit hurt you a little bit. You know what I mean? Because there is actually a few musicians that went down trying to expose this, this Epstein shit. You know what I mean? On the way out. And they got killed for it. And, and Park. 
And and to the people that have, you know, like 10 million times the platform that I do that died trying to fucking uh, to, to gaslight these pedos, man, like, oh, slash is all I have to say. There you go. And our final uh, statement, and thank you guys again. This is fantastic, and we'll do it once a month. We, uh, it's a great, uh, great unifying uh, thing to do roundtables. Is Zach, Zach, your final statements, and then we'll play that song. I got it queued up. Uh, as usual, G Man, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, White is right. It was nice to meet you as well, brother. Yeah, you too, man. And uh, it's always a, a pleasure being on with you guys. Um, always a decent discussion and feels productive it, it always has a uh, some kind of a uh, enlightening uh moment for my day so uh thank you again g man i'm looking forward to doing our show as well on friday right on all right so here we go this is avici uh for a better day and then thank I'll you slash in the chat. remember why you're here Yeah. 